kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice and medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The only podcast contractually obligated to say the words Koala Cola, it tastes just like Down Under within the first 25 seconds of the episode. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, part of the Koala Cola Network, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as lymphadenopathy and a snake sneaks to seek a snack. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Oh, hi, Dr. London. Hey, you... You sound a little down. Are you all right? No, I'm not. I'm not down at all. I'm. I'm. I'm happy. I'm just like content. I'm full of love oh, okay. and life, and I. I feel rested. It's just I've had. It's been a crazy week for me. Yeah. Uh, could you remind me what 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 made your week so crazy? Um, I know you were texting me a lot. Well, I was, you know, reconnected with um, someone. I I honestly didn't even know they existed. They found me, but I actually met my grandchild. Wow. Oh, I I didn't realize. I mean, I know you've had some like mix-ups with children, having children, but you have a grandchild. Yeah, this guy he drove over to my house and he knocked on the door. Didn't know who he was from Adam. Thought he was probably selling something. But you know what, Doctor London, I said yes to opening that door. I didn't say, "Oh, get away from me!" Oh, go away. I said yes to a new experience, which is this man knocking on my door. And so I open the right. door and he tells me, hey, my name's Max and I'm your grandson. And, and uh, it's okay. been, it's been a wild week. So you, he just said that he was, did he like, did he say this is, you know, this is my lineage, this, my, my parents are so-and-so, and then did you think, oh, yeah, I remember no. having that child. Well, I mean, I just met him. I don't, I'm not going to ask, like, who are your parents to people who I just met, like, last week. Yeah, so, so it's just, it's just one of those things where, I mean, do, do you know, do you know how grandchildren happen? Like, you know, they're, they're parents, and they have their children. Okay. And then those children have to, you know, go with someone, and then have their own children, and that's how grandchildren happen. So, so the you're saying parent, there's probably a kid of mine that I don't know about too. I, well, I'm saying that's really that's the only way I can imagine this happening is there's got to be their parent has to be your child is what I'm getting at. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but I, I guess I don't understand what the issue is. Yeah, just if you you're don't saying know, I shouldn't if, have paid for this guy's college. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that because that sounds like a good deed, and especially in in these times. That's really you know, good my, of you to hear because um, my funds came from a very specific place. I don't know, and you, but it's for a good cause. So yeah. So, but okay. Did did you take this money from me? Because we have our Patreon account where we make we make a lot of money through that. Yeah. But I know that you have a habit of going through to my personal finances. 
Well, no, it's all one now. The Patreon money and your bank account is the same thing. I I went ahead and did that. I oh, it's it's almost like you're expecting me to say thank you right now, but I yeah, I mean, I would say like thank you or you look handsome today. Like I I think these are things that could be said more often for sure. Yeah. Okay. Just (sighs) so anyway. My, yeah, so you have your Yeah, your my grandkid now. Max, he, you know, he was talking about like uh what it was like to grow up in the 70s and like mm-hmm. um you know, like he went to Woodstock when he was like only a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like Do, um and just sort sure of like how grandson? crazy it was, huh? You're sure he's your grandson? Um, and you're sure that he spent that college money on college? Well, I mean I don't how I I'm not 23 and me. I guess I don't understand how I would answer that question. Like I don't Do you want to, do you want to take my yeah. blood? You're the doctor. Yeah, these are I feel like even at the most basic questions it really is getting you stumped. So to ask anything complicated, I don't see us getting I feel like I've up. given you just a, a lot of details to already work with. A man showed up on my doorstep. He said, "I'm your grandson. I need money for college." Yeah. And then he started talking about how great the 70s were. And then we got like really drunk and we've just been hanging out yeah. most of the week. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so, I mean, on a basic level there, uh, you know, and I don't want to get into our ages on this, but like you were, you were born after the seventies, correct? Oh yeah. I mean, that's how numbers yeah, work. So, I'm not, I'm not stupid. Yeah. I, you know what? Uh, anyway, we, we can move on from there. If that, like, you know, unless you need to. No, unless, I mean you. You just you asked why I was acting the way I was acting. That's I. Yeah, my life yeah. is full and of I, love and purpose now. Suddenly, I I have a I have a, a drive. I have something to work towards and take care of. Yeah, I mean, which which translated into you just taking my money and giving the Patreon to... money, which is yes, combined with both of our yeah, so, bank accounts. It's all one pot now. Uh, so, so that's our producer Cameron. Um, also with us is Did you know in the house? But I actually met my grandchild. A man showed up on my doorstep. He said, "I'm your grandson. I need money for college." And then he started talking about how great the '70s. Were. And then we got like really drunk, and we've just been hanging out most of the week. But I actually met my grandchild. 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 But I actually met. But I actually met. But I. But I. But I. But I. But I actually met his grandchild, and he believes in no questions asked, and other friends and other bonding. And later, Cameron tells us we could expect some special guests. That's right, Dr. London. Oh, yeah, great. So look forward to that. Um, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. 
This note comes from one lucky factory worker at the Koala Cola Kid Zone. Whoa! Who scraped the mold, yeah, from the sides of enough vats of used Koala Cola to mail in their question to the Jock Doc podcast. So congratulations to this lucky Koala Cola scraper. And maybe we should, I mean, explain for people who might not be familiar. Oh, yes. We, yes, I'm so sorry. We, we joined a new podcast network just a few episodes ago on episode 100. And we are on the official podcast network of Koala Cola, the Australian soda company. It tastes just like down under. Yep. Uh, yep. And that, that right there is Crampy Koala. He's been hanging out with us a little bit, and it's been great. It's been fine. And it's been great. It's been easy to deal with. It's yeah. easy to deal with, and it's not just a prob- just a problem. That's fine, Crampy. Go. Yep. Just go. Yep. Yeah, get- just sit down over there. DJ Dylan, just mute. Sit. Can you just please sit? Mute please his microphone. Sit. Just mute his microphone. Okay. Great Barrier Reef. Just okay. It's just, okay. It nails on a chalkboard, man. I just yeah. I just I, I mean it. It was it was cute for anyway. Um. So so congratulations to this lucky koala cola scraper. I don't even think it was cute, dude. I think it was the koala cola. Like I think it it like tr- changed the way I was thinking. Oh, and you know that brings up one little point that we should bring up, and I just—it's contractual. Uh, so there's there are no koala parts. Oh, there are no, yeah. You know, pieces of koala in koala cola. Uh, you know, some people ask that, and it's a funny question, but it's really a misleading one. So we just want to let everyone know real quick: there's there are no koalas in there, and also that no factory workers are harmed. The uh, the koala cola kid zone is actually a really child friendly environment. Um, you know, these are just things that kind of get twisted in the media. Yeah, and you know, there there was a lot of talk about um, the the bin outside of the Koala Cola factory that was labeled Koala Limbs, but that those are just limbs, like tree limbs. limbs. Yeah, tree that limbs. they were planning on giving to koalas so they could climb all over. Yeah, they love that stuff. They love that stuff. It tastes just like their laundry. Not that it matters because there's no koalas in the factory. No, there's we're no talking about just like yeah, no. just wild koalas, no, it's, it's mile like fifty miles away from the factory. It's just a brand, yeah. No, it's they they. So that that's what person, yeah, that's but, what the limbs were for. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the note reads: "Quote, please help me. I have breathed in so much mold. I keep coughing, coughing up small creatures like that kid in Stranger Things." End oh. quote. And this is an so, interesting, um, I mean, phenomenon, Doctor London. Like the sort of like uh, you know how it's rained frogs before in the past. Like they'll have tadpoles or whatever that get evaporated up because they're so tiny, and then sort of develop a little bit and then fall. And like weird stories like that. In the same way, if you breathe in enough mold, mold is alive, Doctor London. It's 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 not dead. It is a living, breathing thing. Yeah, usually, yeah, it'll, but it'll cause infection. Yeah, it'll be trying to grow, just like bacteria in your lungs can can grow. Which is also become, alive, and it's just a living thing. Yeah, and that's why you, an infection is essentially a, a living, multiplying, you know, group group of creatures. And so, so it's in this, normal. In this case, yeah, just to that well, listener, it, it's completely normal. And uh, I mean, I consider this new creature that's come out of you as maybe a friend. I know it might be a hard adjustment if you don't have pets or you're not used to it, but I, it's it can be difficult. 
but it's worth it. Yeah, and, to, and, so, and so I, you know, medically I would definitely say like, you know, if you think you have a, a fungal infection in your lungs, like you should you should have that looked at. But, um, you know, as Cameron said, I don't know the whole situation. Uh, if you aren't, if you don't like, if you've never had a dog, if you've never had a cat, right? you know, you might be unfamiliar with how, you know, how pets work. So uh, I just, it's one of those things where, you know, unless I see you in my office, it's really hard to tell. So uh, I guess to this is listener. This what you're going to be doing going forward is the listener questions. You're just going to recommend that they come into your office and give you money. I, well, I mean, for this one, this one scraped up enough of the mold to, to get their question answered. So I don't want to just, but, but like based on what I know so far, either of our answers could be correct. Either they do need to come in and this is actually a serious problem or possibly it's a pet. Are you hoping that it's like a girl? Like, are you trying to meet someone? Is that what this is? No, no, this, that's not usually how I, how I approach these. No, that's, um, I thank you for, for assuming that I'm, but, but no, I, uh, anyway, so, so let's, um, so we'd love to hear back from our listeners, but, um, so uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback. And I, I hope you, you you scrape you scrape all those vats and you you keep having a great time. And I hope yeah, I just hope you have a good time in general. I hope you have a good day. Yeah. Um, now for today's medical topic: primary biliary cholangitis. Primary biliary cholangitis, along with some of the other topics we've been covering, is a cause of liver cirrhosis. Primary biliary cholangitis is a chronic and progressive cholestatic liver disease characterized by the destruction of intrahepatic bile ducts with portal inflammation and scarring. So, unlike uh, primary sclerosis and cholangitis, and I believe we talked about that last week, primary biliary cholangitis primarily occurs in women and is located more in the bile ducts within the liver. So, you so won't see it on imaging. Sexist. It's... Uh, and you, pr- this is you promote this. You give this to people. You, what do you do with this? No, this is a disease. I I don't have a hand in it. This disease has a, I guess, a predilection for women. I don't. That's not. That's not what I do. I only diagnose. You, you're like the wingman. That's all you're doing. So you're you don't feel like you did anything wrong. No, I'm I'm more the one who who walks in af, after after the fact. You know, like I just see that something has happened, and I'm the one who's you know, called in to deal with it. If that, if that makes sense. Uh, I mean, it just, I don't know, man. It just sounds like, uh, is this someone you're trying to get into your office too? Who is this? I, this isn't one person. This is one, this is a disease, not a person. In any case, so, um, so you won't see it on imaging. Uh, some people remember that it's for women by, well, now you're going to hate me. Okay. Uh, they, they remember it because they associate the B in PBC of primary bilirubin cholangitis with uh, there's another word for ladies that that also begins with a B, um, and so that's, that was that's, important to put into your lesson. That's it's a medical mnemonic. It's sometimes helpful for people to remember that this one, unlike the other one, is is more in women. And uh, the only way is is because of what? PBS. It's it's PVC is the the initials of the disease, and then the uh-huh. B in it. The B is uh, it, there. There's another word. Yeah. Um. And it, it's the. And you're fine for, with this. I. This is just a way to remember. It's. It's it just, the name. It's also named. You're for, just saying, well, it's a sexist disease. So what are you expecting? Is that is that your response to it? I, I, I guess. I mean, more or less. I. I suppose that that is. 
I, we just met, we see it how it is and we just report on it. You know what I mean? I guess. I mean, this whole podcast seems to be like you trying to remove yourself from all these diseases that you keep causing people and like giving to people. Okay. I should, and you're I just should like, clarify. oh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I, didn't, I, I didn't do anything. Yeah. So, so I didn't, I haven't given anyone this disease or as far as I'm aware, I don't think I've given people any of the diseases that we've talked about, but, um, in any case, uh, primary biliary cholangitis is a slowly progressive autoimmune disease with a variable course that is often associated with other autoimmune disorders and most commonly presents in women in their 40s or 50s. Uh, clinically, patients may present with uh, fatigue and itching with labs showing normal bilirubin and an elevated alkaline phosphatase. The most characteristic features of biliary, uh, primary biliary cholangitis are xanthalasma and xanthoma which are uh their terms for a collection of cholesterol under the skin that's yellowish in color so that can appear around you know the eyelids and that kind of thing um these patients may also have osteoporosis so along with these they could also have symptoms of liver disease such as portal hypertension and jaundice because remember this is one of the causes of cirrhosis um diagnostic testing includes liver biopsy which is the most accurate test but uh, the most accurate blood test is the anti-mitochondrial antibody. Uh, bilirubin IgM levels uh, may be elevated in very advanced disease, abdominal ultrasound. And you call that, like, to remember antibody, you call that, like, asshole or something? No, so, this is what you doctors do behind closed doors? Yes. No, so, so I do try to, you know, keep... Uh, I, I don't try to use those mnemonics all the time. There are a few that, for whatever reason, they, they stuck, and so... You know, PBC. You tend to the the B in it. You just you remember. And why not use the C? The C is also a word. Yeah, uh, it's just to differentiate. In any case, um, uh, so 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 uh, abdominal ultrasound or CT scan can be used to rule out biliary obstruction, because uh, that can also be a cause of some of these symptoms. Um, Treatment is with ursodeoxycholic acid or uh, obeticholic acid, which is, uh, that decreases the fibrosis along with treating the osteoporosis. So depending on the severity severity of the disease, um, a liver transplant may also be necessary. And it's You're not even going to attempt to try to like come up with something better than bitch? No, it's just... What about C for chick? Well, yeah, I guess that's not that's not like a little better. Um, yeah. Now that I'm hearing it, anyway, it seems like all these people that you're giving these diseases, like I feel like if you're gonna be in sort of a risky job like that, you have to at least respect your patients. Like you can't be barging in and saying "What's up, bitch." Yeah, no, and that's not really how it. It's it's just a way to remember to differentiate this disease from another one that's pretty similar that but we can it would it be all right if we just we could address it later maybe but and bring it back but let's move on for now maybe what what if you what if you accidentally think the b is for boy yeah that doesn't that probably make more sense than assuming oh it's for women so it's got to be bitch well that's why we memorize it like i've, I've memorized what it is that it's not yeah. boy that it's it's that yeah so you can memorize that it's that the b here is not boy it stands for bitch but you can't remember pbc at this point i think i could but it 
and and maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just passing on the, the wrong lesson. Um, oh boy. Uh, but yeah, we could if we want to go ahead and move on from there. Do you want to like maybe apologize to Koala Cola? Yes, yes, I should. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, on behalf of the Jock Talk podcast, uh, I I apologize to Koala Cola for, um, you know, if I misrepresented their brand, um, which you know they they're strong position is that they do not want to get canceled that's a big position they have and i the last thing i want is to contribute to a cancellation of uh their their wonderful brand so uh and we appreciate being business partners with them so and i don't think it would hurt to mention like just while we're on the subject like look was there a sack found outside the koala cola factory that like was oozing with some sort of red liquid that was coming out of the bottom Absolutely. Sure. I don't think anyone is even denying that that happened. And that's normal. But that, what, I mean, I mean, like, okay, my car's leaking oil. Do you assume that there are, you know, dead koalas in the trunk? Like, things, things leak. It's crazy. There's it's puddles crazy of yeah. stuff everywhere. There are so many puddles of things. Like, why are you so obsessed with this one puddle? It is weird how obsessed people can be about people it. People are obsessed with this red puddle that was underneath this sack outside of the Koala Cola factory. It's honestly, it's creeping me out. How, how get obsessed over people it. Are. Yeah, yeah, get a life. Uh, and anyway, um, so, so we can move on from there then. I think we've covered our bases pretty well. All right, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today or. Is it two guests or one? Ooh, that is an interesting question. Um, I mean, I guess let's see. Like if we do, okay, you're taking out the Rolodex. If we take, so if we take, so you still use a Rolodex? If you do X, because if A equals A plus B equals okay. C, then that so would also I now I've seen you with doing algebra before. B equals A. So I'll just so I'll just say say hi to them. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm lost in my math. Yeah, no, I, I know you get that way. Um, well, he- hello there. My name is Dr. Lennon Smith. dot com, and this is our producer Cameron. Hi. Uh, what was your name? My name is Colin O'Donnell. I am so excited to be here today. Great. And Cameron, can I just say you have one of the most sexy voices I've ever heard in my life. Oh wow! Thank you so much. I I mean, so did me, you practice that? No, or? I mean, I, I, obviously the sexiest voice on this podcast is DJ Dylan's. Yes, and I don't want to take that away from him, nope. but it's really nice of you to pretend that mine is is sexier. I'm not pretending. No, I'm I'm seriously okay, sitting well, here. No, we're gonna get into legal trouble here if we keep doing it's, that because it really is DJ Dylan's voice. Well, yes. uh, I just have to say it's just absolutely gorgeous. If, no, and if I'm we lo- don't continuously sh- sort of affirm um, how hot DJ Dylan is, he edits really the podcast well into nonsense. Okay, yeah. well, he DJ Dylan, if you're listening, I am sure. I- Okay, well, okay, well, okay, well, DJ Dylan, if you're listening, you have one of the most sexy voices I've ever heard in my life. DJ Dylan voices, most sexy, DJ Dylan voices, most sexy, DJ Dylan, DJ Dylan, DJ Dylan, DJ Dylan, DJ Dylan voices, most sexy, DJ Dylan voices, most sexy, DJ Dylan voices, most sexy. Yeah, well, and no, he is in the corner there, uh, you know, DJing this as we speak. So I, I just, I, I don't want to be. Um, th- there's the imminent threat of 
every we don't want to cross him we've never done it and i don't i'm just so scared of what could happen if we he's gonna scramble the episodes we know exactly what he's gonna do yeah yeah he's he's threatened and it's once it's in the contract and we it's why we've we've it's been smooth sailing so far so uh mr o'donnell i don't want to be but like let's if we could just you know i love the flattery but like keep it aimed at the right place because it a lot is on the line here, but I um, I, I, I thank you though. I I, I really appreciate it. it was a, it's a good compliment. Don't accept it. You don't. No, accept it, I but don't because it's not real and it's fake, Dylan. DJ Dylan voices most sexy. In any case, anyway. Um, uh, hello, hello there. What, what um, what what brings you uh, to the Jock Talk podcast? Well, you know, I came here because I've been on a very long journey. Mm. And it's very hard for me to talk about because it's so emotional for me and it's something I've been dealing with for 27 years and I just feel like now is the time to show the world and tell the world who I am and how I feel and that it's okay to be the way that I am. Wow, that's really inspiring. Great, I mean, Dr. London, do you have a problem with that? You always seem to have a problem with anyone like sort of becoming confident in themselves no it's i mean i don't know what you know what the reason is or any i don't know enough really to to to, i guess pass judgment or whatever but it sounds great so far um so let me just get started so um back in 2015 i hit a very low point in my life and you know i just would hit the darkest moment i hit rock bottom i didn't know what to do and I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know if there was anyone to turn to for this situation. Yeah. And probably turn down for what is playing in the background a lot, right? Because it's 2015. Yes. 2015, you know, um, we were just getting out of a lot of um, dance memes and stuff like that. But yeah, 2015 was a very dark time for me because I hit rock bottom and I just had no one to turn to. But eventually, I learned what I am. And this is why I'm here today. I'm here to tell you both and the world that I... I'm sorry. Wow, it's okay. Hey, hey. Take your time. Yeah, no, it's... Here, take this... I... Okay. ...am a colonoscopy addict. Okay. Here, take these koala cola brand tissues. Yeah, take these tissues. Crampy, can yeah. you at least help out and pass some of the tissues? It tastes just like doing it's not. Don't. It's not necessary that you do that. It's just Crampy, not. Crampy, that was that was kind of inappropriate. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's just. So, yes, I'm a colonoscopy addict. I go once, maybe twice, maybe eight times a week to random doctors around town to find out if I have colon cancer. Yeah. And and I'm just I'm I was so afraid. I was so afraid. When you say random doctors, what what kind of meaning of random are you using there? Are you just going to doctors offices with doctors you've never heard of? You just you just randomly show up? Or is it just like well, in a different order every time? Well, yeah, at like first what's... I would go to my primary care doctor who I knew very well and we were very close. And so he would, uh, you know, he was nice enough to give me at least one colonoscopy treatment yeah. a week. Um, but then 
I was getting embarrassed with how many treatments I was getting a week. So I would go to different doctors in the area and hope that they wouldn't remember me every time I showed up. Be well, I mean, would they punish you or something? Would they get mad if you if no they, it, they wouldn't they wouldn't punish me, but I would definitely get embarrassed with how much they would be inside of me. Okay, so so I get I mean there there are a few sort of points that kind of get me about this. For one thing, like at the start, usually it's a gastrointestinal doctor that will. So if your primary care was doing that's that's a little bit unusual for them to have a, you know, that the, the instrumentation to, to do colonoscopy. But maybe, you know, whatever, maybe that's their part of their specialization. Maybe it's a sigmoidoscopy, whatever. Um, so another thing, are you, I mean, you're, you're under for this, right? Like you're, you're drugged. Uh, I, I ask because that the normal thing is to, to be under anesthesia. No, I like it straight up. Okay, well, you say straight up like it's a drink. It's so this is um, it's it's a fairly invasive I think, procedure. Yeah, I believe like maybe the medical term would be you take it raw. Yes. Yeah, and uh, so so I you know I haven't used the term raw necessarily. It's usually you you would want to it could be I I say because it's it's a pretty uncomfortable procedure. It's a you know for our listeners who aren't aware. Yes. Um, it is it is, but I will say that there is something about the pain that. Hurts so good. So I, well, I just want to clarify for the listeners. So what a colonoscopy is essentially, um, you know, there's, there's this, uh, this endoscope. It's a, it's a camera on the end of like a, a, a thin hose. Right. And so that thin hose. Well, that was another problem of going to so many doctors was a lot of cameras would be lost inside of me that when they put the next camera in, they would find more cameras. Yeah, they would just, all they're taking pictures of is just other cameras. And that's not helpful at all. If you're trying to determine no. colon cancer. No, I mean, it was basically like, you know, a camera store in there. And so that's why I was so embarrassed was I just didn't want doctors to realize that there were so many cameras up there. I'm sorry. So they lost the, the, the endoscope? They lost the, the scopes inside of you regularly? Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, the doctor would put the camera so far up that it would um, snap off and stay inside of me. Okay, I guess, and I didn't have the insurance to get it taken out either, you know. So it's yeah, I guess less expensive, and you well, never. I guess that actually is part of another question, which is how are you paying for all of this? You're going eight times a week for a colonoscopy. I don't know how expensive it is, but I know it's not free, and especially if you know your insurance. It's not. Won't it's cover, not like, cheap at all. Well, you know, my dad had a, my dad had an oil farm, and he passed away a few years ago, and he left me a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, but not so enough money. Been, not enough money to pay to get the foreign object removed from your from your body. Well, and no. One, one thing to oh, say here is, wow. you know, a lot of these procedures, the ex- a big expensive part of procedures can be that anesthesia, and if you're cutting that out of the equation, that it would. I don't know how much it would reduce the price, but it would reduce the price. Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's just, it's just kind of an odd. Odd thing to me to Dr. London, so many things that you can't. He's he's trying to be honest with us, and you're calling it odd. You're calling it weird. You're calling him a yeah. Freak. I'm sorry, and you know, 
whenever he's talking about an addiction. It's okay. No, there is a lot of judgments when it comes to colonoscopy addicts, and it is totally understandable. Have you, I mean, have you tried um, to seek help about this? Have you tried to... Yeah, so I have. So I actually tried to go see a hypnotist oh. a few months ago to get rid of my addiction, but the problem was, was that the hypnotist was also a colonoscopy doctor. Oh, so, wow. I know. So when I went under, you know, the trance, I also got a colonoscopy. So I was very confused what I should do. It's like, I don't even know if it was two birds with one stone or a double-edged sword, you know? And you're, you're sure that they, that they are, were GI, like they were supposed to be doing a colonoscopy at the same time? Dr. What? London. I, I'm sorry. That you can't ask what kind of doctor or hypnotist people go to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. And this is a. It's okay. No, there's no judgments here. I want everyone to feel comfortable because it, this has you're been a long. Yeah, I'm very comfortable. It's taken me a long time to get to this point, but I will say that I'm at a point in my life where I can only do colonoscopies at least once a week. And not only that, I will say that I'm the only one who gives myself a colonoscopy now. Wow. Huh. I'm the only one. You've gone green. And not only that, but right now, I am working on an app that you hook up to your phone and it will give you a colonoscopy result right there. Whoa. It'll give you a result? Yes. It'll give you a result in 30 minutes. So this app, what it does is it will tell you if you have colon cancer or not. Yeah. And it is two long fingers, I'm sorry, sticks that you insert in your anus and you leave it there for about 30 minutes and then you will have your result of colon cancer or not. You know, it's so, not yeah. it's not a good idea to live your life in fear, but now you don't have to with coronoscopy. Wow. This is amazing. I, I guess okay. So so one brief question. So the you, you say it just it sticks up into into your anus and it just stays there. So the colon is a long, you know. It there's a it's it's kind of a long thing. And so if it's what yeah, what you're describing I sounds. If you lay it if you lay it out straight, it can go all the way to the moon. Oh. Well, that's your small intestine, I believe. But but still, the colon yes. is not short either. Well. This is specifically for the rim of your uh, anus. Is that the medical term for that, Dr. London, is the rim? The part to me that's confusing, because, yeah, it sounds like, you know, at best, this is this is like a sigmoidoscopy, but it sounds like it's not even as far as that, which, given how often you have these screenings, I'm, you wouldn't need to go further. You know, you would only need a real colonoscopy yeah, unless you have a family history, you wouldn't need it until. Well, you're telling you a were... person with an addiction that they don't need to do their addiction. Okay, no, that's right. That you're right. Um, if I mean, if this is what you need, you're colonoscopy shaming. Um. Oh. Uh. And and I hate to interrupt this. You know, we're we're no, kind of working don't. through this addiction talk. You don't like, hate it. Uh, it's just a normal have... part of hosting a podcast. You don't hate it at all. Okay. In any case, we um, I it looks like we have another guest. Hello there, my name is Dr. Lennon Smith. and this is our producer Cameron, and uh, this is our guest uh, Colin O'Donnell. What was your name? Hey, I'm Regina Miles. Hey there. Um, I, what, what, hey, what what brings you to the uh, the Drop Doc podcast? 
Well, when you contacted me, you know, I felt compelled to join you all. Um, just because this is kind of my line of work, per se, I don't necessarily have any issues or problems I want to really talk about with you. I'm just really passionate about colonoscopies in general. Okay. okay. So you're you're just a fan? Well, okay. I guess I'll elaborate. Um, first of all, the reason I'm late is because I was at a gallery talk. I just moved over to New York. Um from Kentucky. And so I've just, I've been real busy. I've been making the rounds. I've been doing tons of gallery talks all about photographing the colon. Wow. Yeah, okay. So, so I, I heard you right. I have Mr. to say, I have to say that is in a remarkable job. Thank I'm, you. I'm just sitting here so excited to hear everything about what you're about to say. Well, I just want to say thank you for your bravery and thank you to the host for bringing us in this space to discuss this safely. Yeah, um, uh, I'm sorry. Did, Cameron, did you find these guests? I, I don't mean to interrupt and say, because it sounds like they were very specifically contacted. And I, did you? Oh, yeah. Well, we're part of a Neopets group. Okay. And this. I was emailed by someone um, contacting me to come on the show to talk about my line of work. I'm basically trying to get my name out there. Yeah, I. I think there maybe there was a little bit of miscommunication in that I was just wanting to see the line of work that your Neopet was in, like in terms of trading. This happens uh, a lot. Um, but I'm glad you're here. Like, I think there is a huge misunderstanding. Um, I actually prefer Club Penguin. I'm actually oh. not into Neopets at all. I just want to clear that up real quick. Okay, I need to... I need to look over. I, I don't. I genuinely don't know how you got the invite, but I feel like it works out perfectly. Yeah, it, it kind of does. It was meant to be. Right. Maybe the person I was talking to on Neopets forwarded it to you. You know that could be. I I'm pretty prominent online. Um, and because Cameron also sends out these emails to hundreds of thousands of people, it's it, it it's kind of surprising that we only have so many people show up for these recordings to be honest yeah and i i tell all of them that they're a winner you've won you've won a spot on the jock talk podcast can we get a koala sponsorship right now oh i mean just to wrangle this deal i don't want to um in any case we can we can uh let's misspeed this uh, so so you have a gallery that's oh gosh uh he's he he's Oh gosh, Crampy just, he heard the words Cola Cola and he's like losing it. Just, it's fine. It tastes just like, it tastes just like that under. No, just, it tastes it's, just like that under. It's fine. It it's okay. Like okay. 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 It tastes, it tastes just, like, just okay. It tastes just like down under. That's great. It really okay. does. And that's. It, it, it just, it's great. It's my favorite soda. And I love, I love having it around the office and it doesn't get, doesn't get old. And I'm not concerned whenever I feel like there's something solid in it that's that's good and it's, reassuring to me remember that shrimp guy from twitter uh are you talking about the guy who found the shrimp in his cinnamon toast oh, crunch yeah, and then he that. was you know outed as an abuser immediately afterwards cinnamon toast crunch was uh, ooh, I didn't read the story closely, so I don't know. Yeah, it could have been the like little chef guy on the yeah with the mustache. Box. Yeah, 
But anyway, I mean, it's like all that to say it's fine. If you find something in your Cola Cola, that's not the fault of a company that's just trying to give you some good it's, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's maybe it's a prize. Uh, and speaking of prizes, getting to be on this podcast, uh, Ole Miss Miles, what uh, you said you have you had a gallery and you like to take pictures of colons because colons just kind of look like a like a tunnel with like right ridges in it right wow it's actually hilarious that you say that because my instagram handle is tunnel vision oh oh i like that that's kind of my whole angle on this um i have been what interests you so much about taking these pictures well like what drew you to the colon as a subject? Why have you made that your your focus? That is a great question. Um, one that I kind of wrestle with every single day. I was oh, wow. actually on track to become a dog breeder. Okay. Um, on, on yeah, that's a that's a tough track. Right. And then uh, you're in your seventh year of school or so. Whenever you started to debate, I paths. actually wasn't in school at all. Oh, I wow. was living over, yeah, I know, right? Online so, classes? Uh, no. So I was actually just, you know, living in Kentucky with my husband, who is now deceased, unfortunately. Oh, um, that so kind sorry. of was the turning point for why I even got into photography in the first place. Wow. Um, and I, I'd hate to. What did he? What did? Yeah. What did he uh, pass away from? If and you don't I, I'm going to say, I bet that it isn't primary biliary cholangitis. Exactly. See, most people think that. Most people think that my story indicates that I'm doing this because I'm trying to heal from some trauma, um, which is true. He was murdered by our chiropractor. Oh. So, long story short, um, I kind of wanted to, wanted to unpack my journey of, of healing from his murder. Um, he did get a lot of colonoscopies. Wow. I know oh, that's to that Okay. I was wondering so, how it would tie in. Okay. How right. many colonoscopies did he get? I couldn't say because I was so focused on the dog breeding. He was always away from the house and that it drove sense. me absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to get into that. Okay. I don't want to get into our relationship. That's totally understand. Um more or less, it just it kind of came to me in a dream. I I needed to do something with my life. And so I decided to hit the road, do some photography, and one thing led to another, and I was down the tube. I was in the tunnel vision. So, so the the way that one thing led to another thing that led to you taking pictures. Okay, I guess so. For our listeners who may not know, in a colonoscopy, it's this: the usual circumstances is that someone is under anesthesia you know, under the guidance of an anesthesiologist and there's also a gastrointestinal doctor and they, they put that camera up, up your butt. Or wet fingers. Yeah, and so, and so so they'll do that. And um, the thing is that if anyone would be the photographer in that situation, I would think it'd be the gastrointestinal doctor uh, or, you know, previously known as the, the proctologist. So I'm I'm just wondering how, uh, Miss Miles, how you how you got into this role that's normally reserved for a, you know, a, a licensed medical physician. Uh, how, how did you end up, did, did you give the colonoscopies? Because that's where the camera is. Right. And that's the complicated part of my story. Um, 
you know, back when I was in Kentucky, I kind of went under the radar with this per se. Um, obviously, you were sort of an outlaw. Yeah, exactly. Now that I'm over in New York, uh, obviously I'm very qualified at this point. I have all my papers in order. And what? Uh, yeah, what, what paper? papers are those? Yeah. Oh, you mean just the stack that you bought? Yeah, I do see it's it's blank paper. That yeah, I she's see talking that. about it's the she's talking still. about the purebred pre- dogs that she was breeding. Those papers. Okay, so it's not the just yes yeah, stack of printer paper that's sealed and you're that you've got it right is, in front of it you. It is very neat and or, like those are papers are really together. And I like I've tried straightening paper that's in that big of a stack before, and it's it is difficult. It helps that it's still sealed, yeah. I essentially went through this certification process through a friend. Um, he basically gave me the way into the... I don't know how to say this. Um, essentially... I mean... Did, I, did, did he give I, you the, the scope? Is that is that what he did? I feel like that's... Yes. That's, that's what would have had to happen. Is you, you went... Well, you were talking about going rogue. You You have a scope now, and that's... You just, okay. That's the best part. Yeah, it sort of sounds like the person who gave you this certification just sort of 3D printed a a stick to sort of shove up people. Is that about right? No, actually, it's way more professional than that. So he is a doctor. Yeah, Cameron, and- how dare you, first of all? I am so sorry. I don't know why I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I shouldn't be so accusatory. I totally understand. You know, based on my background and coming from Kentucky, I get a lot of assumptions Exactly. I mean, just, of course, people are, you know, from Kentucky famously are just huge liars. Yeah. That's what everyone and says. Like, and I guess I expected you to live up to some of the expectations only because like you did, you know, whenever you walked in, you put down your, your two giant jugs of uh, something, what I assume is Kentucky bourbon uh, with, with the X's on it. And yeah. I didn't like that to me was kind of going into the stereotype. And that's on me for, for assuming well, that, we can talk. We can clear that up. Well, and you actually, had, you had to hold the two jugs also with one hand because you had the printer paper in your other hand, which I thought was pretty cool. Thank you. Well, I do want to clarify that that is actually all carrot juice. Okay. Oh. So why carrot juice, if I may ask? It's good for you, obviously. Okay. I hope you know that. I hope you're aware. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we, uh, yes, that's fiber. Yes. I basically have this routine where every few weeks I just go on a strict regimen of carrot juice. I have beets for breakfast to get things moving. And then this is the crazy part. And this also kind of ties into my work. Um, here and there, I will interject eating some liver and onions. I guess that's crazy. It is yeah, I, that does seem insane to me. But so how does that impact your work? Yeah, how, how does right. that affect your work? So obviously that does not seem healthy, right? It's kind of a shock to the system. Um, I'm essentially on a juice cleanse and then I just eat livers and onions are, every uh, couple of weeks. Are these pictures, these pictures are, are of your colon that you're taking? I have done a self-portrait series. Okay, because that's... That's what I'm, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking that. Thank you but for clarifying. I'm Karen. a big proponent of doing things yourself too. But what I was getting at is doing this diet gets me in the mode. It gets me in that mindset of being a true artist. And my work actually has been compared to Ansel Adams, um, you know, similar form and structure in his landscape 
with what I capture. And so um, I go beyond just capturing the colon. I capture livers. Now, obviously, that involves x-rays, which I have access to that as well. You know, one would say, since I'm not a doctor or what is that called? A radiologist? Yeah, radiology. Right. And a CT scan, I think, would be better for for the liver. But yeah. Well, you know. This is what I love about people like you and me. Like, we didn't just go to some medical school and then pay a bunch of money to do a bunch of stupid classes and then get a degree. Thank you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sounded like we you were going to say, said, but. Like, but, okay. Well, no, I, would, I was just going to say, like, you know, you don't even know the name of the person who does these x-rays, right. but you're still qualified to use them. Thank you. And that's what's so important. It's so snooty to assume you've got to have these degrees and all these things. You don't even have to know what's going on. You don't have to know what the words mean. And I would say that's the same for my gastroenterologist, too. I don't check for their papers ever. I just trust the way that I am inserted. Whatever you say, the, the way that you are inserted. Yes. Um, do you because because normally there's you know an instrument like we talked about you know you know the, the endoscope or even you talked about your you have a I guess I should have asked more the device that you use to the two finger you were referring to like a device that looks like two fingers that inserts. Some would say fingers, other would say uh, long sticks. Yes, yeah, so I I guess. I guess why I'm why I'm asking because you you said you insert and so it just sounds like you're you're putting yourself in the situation. Whenever it's my understanding that, that the instrument does that, so I'm wondering like, are you, I are you like holding on? To, like, are you just really close in there, or what's? Well, there is a snake attachment that allows you to go deeper if you so wish. And is that something you usually do? Yes, it's a prototype I'm working on right now, but um, we are hoping to add it to the collection. Right, and so you say we? Do you have a do you have a team working on that? It sounds like maybe you have a do you have a group of other people who are dealing with this addiction and trying to channel it into this business endeavor. Well, yes, for those of you who are listening, there is help that you can get. It is called CAA, which is Colonoscopy Addiction Anonymous. And it is a group of individuals who meet up every Thursday night at 8 p.m. And what we do is we go around the circle and we tell our story. We tell our story. Yeah. And what's the, like, you know, with, with AA and, and, and things like that, the goal is to sort of get off of these things. But that doesn't seem to be the goal of this group what are you guys like doing well i I would say that i would say i would say sobriety does not work for everyone and i know that's a very controversial statement no i i get it no whatever we're all trying to get off all these uh like these bad habits and i would say for me personally i need it here and there to make it to the next day yeah and i do it myself i do it myself so no one gets oh, hurt okay. except for me. So when you visit doctor's offices, random doctor's offices, eight times a day, oh, I think he, is that he just, was saying eight times a week, sir. That's how week, he used to do it, though, right? So yes. since he made this app, oh, oh he's been oh, able to. I see, I see. You can do it in private. Yeah, and okay, so it's 
Wow. Um, and it's still in its develop. That's it's amazing. Still, well, it's still in its developing stage. So, you know, I don't want to hype it up too much, but I will say that it's ninety-two percent accurate every single time. Wow. Especially if you've already undergone a lot of colonoscopies, even in the last year, but especially in the last, say, five years, because you said you're 27, and unless you have a a history of another disease or, you know, unless you have, you know, an irritable bowel disease, usually the recommendation isn't to get a colonoscopy until you're 45. And so uh, the the confusing, I guess the the unusual part is the fact that... um, you know, if, if you're starting at that age, you you really shouldn't need to look for cancer until later. But that's the that's the trick. Need. You're choosing. Just because you might need it doesn't mean you shouldn't at least check when you're younger. I mean, and where's where's the information on all this? I uh I, I would assume in books and yeah. and things like that. Have you have you tried looking for this information? Well, no. Okay. Ah. So and this is rare, a rare moment for Cameron. Whenever he he asks, he questions something for just a second, and I, I'm starting to feel very attacked right now. Just so you I'm know, I'm so sorry. I'm not. No, I'm I am. Not I'm all. feeling very attacked. I admire you. I came here to have a good time and to talk about my journey and your look your journey you are has been so brave and the 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 steps you've taken and how far you've you've grown, grown a lot in this yeah i you know i and i haven't given credit has, where credit's due yeah thank you going thank you from seven thank eight you times a week i mean it, to just the one going from seven eight times a week to doing it from, from home to yourself doing it green so you, to yourself, you're not having, you're not wasting. And all it's a the, sacrifice. Uh, I can't get up there like I want. I cannot get up there like oh, I want to. Oh wow, that must be difficult. It's for you. so, yeah, so hard. It is so wow. hard. Yeah, I'm really, really sorry. That's that is very difficult. That sounds very hard. And is that is is that the arm that you're talking? The self. It, I mean, is it a selfie stick? You have you brought a selfie stick. I wasn't going to ask, but it's it's what it sort of seems like. So, yes, you can use it as a selfie stick, but that is why everyone should buy this product because it, it is a multi-use product. Not only can wow. you go on out on a Friday night to the club, take a picture, but the next day you can wake up and give yourself a colonoscopy and take a picture right up your colon. Yeah. And you could, I mean, you could take a picture of your colon at the club too. That's what people don't know about like these sort of portable medical advances. Yes, but you know, if you're taking your picture at the club, what else are you allowing in your life? Exactly. Thank you. Oh, that's okay. I, I guess I didn't follow that quite as well as I, in a profound way. I guess that's true. Sometimes, Doctor Lennon, I'm gonna. Uh-huh. Sometimes when people say something like really smart, like it's way too, kind of like, I don't know, heady for me. Like I kind of just say I know what they're okay. talking about when I don't. Yeah, at um, all. I've. That's good. That's is that that's I, good. I at this point I'm not sure. So um, but but so and I hate to um. And I will just admit, never mind. I'm fine with doing this part. Fine, camera. Uh, I, 
we have chores to do. And I, you know, I, I should have mentioned this to you guys earlier. No. Um, but this is a part of sort of, uh, you know, all of our episodes. Cameron, do you want to explain it real quick? This. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you who have just started listening to us, Dr. London and I have been very, very busy. I'm just going to be completely honest. We had joined a roller derby league. Uh, it did not go well. Well, they have a lot of rules. Um, but th- it's a lot of rules. It's a lot you of meeting. You have to meeting. wear the, bl- the roller they blades get- and, or the roller skates, whatever, the whole time. They get really mad if you go home with them without without asking. I wear roller skates. Just like little things like that. And then that. I wear plaid. What was that? Do you have to wear plaid? No, for, for me, I wore ice skates, and that they like did not like that. Well, how does that even they work? They hated that. It, well, I, so they would argue that it doesn't. I don't think it would. But you should have seen him oh, I go. Was, I was going. He wasn't as fast as everyone else. He was a little else. bit more clunky. But he was definitely capable of hurting more people. Maybe not more, but just any case, the type of injuries were unique. They were my style of injuries. And in any case, we sort of neglected all of our chores. All we have this huge to-do list of things that we need to do. You know, we've you know, no one has uh, cleaned the big plate that we all eat off of. We, you know that giant plate that all of us yeah, eat off of? Yeah, it's on the spinny thing, yeah. And then we all... Yeah, it rotates around and we yeah, just eat we, off uh, of it with our hands behind face. our back and then we, yeah, eat off yep. of it. That's right. We haven't cleaned that in, I mean, uh, probably like three or four years now, which we should huh. really yeah, do. Yeah, you should do but that. Anyway, so we create we created this fun chore wheel that we spin every single week and whatever it lands on, we have to do that chore even if we don't want to. Even if that's taking out the trash, Doctor London. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I told you. If it if we land on it, if it lands on taking out the trash, then we will do it. But until it lands on taking out the trash, we will not do it. I I know, but it's just you. It just I know how much you hate taking yeah, out the trash. That's, that's like, why it's on the. Yeah. Chore. That's why we have this whole system. And so so anyway, so every week we have. You know, we have new chores added, obviously, and then also every week we we knock a chore off. We we deal with it. Yep. So we're taking care of it. So I mean, uh, Colin and Regina, do you guys want to give this bad boy a spin? We'd love to. Please. All right. Yeah. If you could just. All right. Yep. Just, okay. Uh, yeah. You're gonna use your your two fingers there. Okay. And uh, oh no, he started this. I'm gonna use three. Nope, you're just gonna put them on the. Yeah, don't put them anywhere else. Just put them on the the wheel, wheel. on the chore wheel. On the side. Yep. It's yeah, the side, the rim of the wheel. If that's nope, you're reaching for the selfie stick. Just put that down. Just go ahead and put that down. And we're just gonna. You're just gonna go ahead and spin. All right. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh wow. I mean, Doctor London, I can't believe it, land, it landed on this. It, we, it landed on take out the trash. Yeah, do you want to spin it again? No, Doctor London, that is not how the game works. Yeah, this is these are the rules. This is the contract you signed. That I know you I wrote signed it. That you said we have to do this. And I'm short. trying to. Ju- look, can I? I'm going to read the bylaws real quick, just to. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, so. Yeah, and this is fine. This is normal, and it's okay. So, um, so, so the trash can has overflowed at this point. Um, yep. It is what we are standing in currently. So, uh, I am gonna just. Um, 
So I the bag. The bag is what I have to take out though, right? What if we what if just to make this easier, we all pick out our favorite piece of trash out of the pile and then we tell it to everyone else and then that's the piece of trash we throw away. Okay. You know, this is a compromise I can handle. I like okay. this game. And then yeah, then we can take out the rest of the trash the next time we land. Perfect. It. Beautiful. Honestly, that's practically what I meant whenever I wrote that down on it. Okay. So um let's see, I'll start. Okay, let me just rummage around here. Uh, okay. All right, so I have this, um, okay, the, it's kind of a, you know, spe- speaking of all this art, uh, it's kind of a large painting of uh, three dolphins and uh, yep. a magician riding one of the, do- or wizard, sorry, a wizard riding one of the dolphins. And yep. uh, he's, uh, okay, and it 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 is so, so he's he's yelling something but it has been smudged over with what i'm suspecting is crampy koala's fecal matter um that is that that must be why you threw it away i'm guessing i mean i don't know if it if i threw it away before that cuz like you know i've been working on my painting um oh yeah for and, sure and like i i just can never get it right like you see the wizard's nose kind of has a slight upturn to it and so, i do notice that yeah, yeah. But I will say that the color pattern and the choices that you made was really great. Yeah, the the black and white with like the smidge of yellow, uh, just across, um, and like, then that was another thing. Like I I wasn't sure about yellow, and now I'm really unsure about it. What were you trying to say with this piece? Uh, well, I can tell you what I wasn't trying to say, but wh- the message I got after I painted it, um, don't turn your nose up. That's that's the message I got from it, and so I, no, I had to throw it away. I want to ask you though, why did you throw it away? I mean, this is your work that you're putting into the world. Well, I I, I messed up at one part, so it was trash. I don't think I think the art is an accident. Wow. Unfortunately, Doctor London used to have that attitude, but a lot of I mean, you lost a lot of patience, sort of having that mindset. Uh, I'm sorry, patience uh, as a doctor or patience. Um, uh, that's for him to clarify he uh, won't no, clarify was, yeah I, um <clears throat> so that's anyway so that's my my art and i yeah. you know i think i don't i don't okay i i will say sure art is is a collection of accidents in a way and that's why i believe that the the display this needs to be on display in the landfill um, and I say that because, of course, uh, the just the materials I had on hand were not recyclable. Maybe that's the final step for your art. Maybe that is the final step. That's my gallery. The catalyst. Catalyst. Yes. Yeah. And so, anyway, I, I hope that a lot of rats and, and uh, you know, dumpster divers will, will find their way to it and will appreciate it in its own context but it really the, the smell it, I, when i say the fecal matter from crampy koala it has you know it has grown other life and once again i think it's a great work that that it just needs its own context which is not on the floor of the studio he, yeah it's not yeah like halfway into the trash can in a podcast studio it's gonna be it's gonna better be able to tell its story yeah on like a huge heap What's of my poop? diapers. Hey, uh, I'm so, sorry, Crampy Koala. So that's... Um, 
What? He's getting he's very, furious. Is stealing his poops possessive. like a thing he gets mad at? That's part of the character? Uh, I don't... Look, I don't know. It's This stuff was not in the contract. Like, all the... It, it just said like the him and everything that comes with them, you know, like all the like all the contracts I sign. Yeah, I. In any case, um, so that's what that's what I found. Uh, uh, so if you wouldn't mind, um, Miss Miles, um, or uh, Mister O'Donnell, would would one of you like to you know check around your feet, uh, feel around until you feel something, uh, on the ground there? Oh wow. I found a crampy koala mug. Okay. You can put that on eBay. Wow. I wonder how much this is worth. At least $100. Is that, I mean, I don't know how much mugs cost, I guess, but I, if that's the standard mug price. Well, then it's yeah, signed sure. by Crampy the Koala right here. Guys, hey! Uh, okay, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. And he's yeah, okay. furious about this as well because it's signed in his fecal matter. And again, you're stealing his fecal matter, which he gets so mad at, which is, I guess, is built into the character. I just don't understand why they would choose I, that. I mean, it's it's branding, it's marketing. Like, I'm not going to pretend that well, I... Well, it is from the 1999 cartoon series that Crampy was in. So it is, it does have, and it I, does have some value. You know what? I don't, I do not know all of the canon and lore yeah, that's on us. of Crampy's past. And that is on me because I love Crampy. I love Koala Cola. Yes. Well, this this was in the height of cartoons, and Crampy was was so going to make it with this cartoon. It was about to explode. I actually have a lot of knowledge on this because I used to watch this as a kid. And Crampy had a, was signed on for several seasons, but unfortunately, that's when his accident happened. Oh yeah, I. Oh. You hear that a lot with cartoon characters whenever they're whenever they gain an accent, um, you know, and it's just you know with puberty or whatever, uh, that's just part of what happens with them, and. Yeah, I mean, you go as a child with one voice, and then suddenly you have another voice, and it might not be what right. Hollywood it's like wants. so many cooks in the kitchen at once, and it reminds me, um, Regina, if you would please talk about like what happened to your husband. Oh God! Okay. Oh, did we want to bring it down again? I, I, okay. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, okay. I I was not thinking about that at all. I was going to mention that. Uh, is his name Crampy? Was yeah, that, that's Crampy that? Koala. Crampy? He's a superstar. I've never heard of him. Um, I just wanted to say he kind of looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid to me. It tastes just like down under. It. Yep. Tastes just uh, like down yeah, under. Okay. Crampy. Just go ahead and yeah, just sit Great. back down. Just please stay there. The thing about my husband, and I'm only mentioning this once, we're not going to dive into this at all. Okay. You would think by me saying earlier that he was murdered by our chiropractor. You know, this is someone that we both went to separately, obviously. Um, He was not actually murdered during a session. He was murdered completely outside of the workplace. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think that he was murdered during the session. Oh, good. See, I get that a lot. People think... Oh, he was murdered by the chiropractor. Oh, he was getting an adjustment, and yeah, I thought the he was knife popped. went through right through his back. Right? I, is that a common way to die? Yeah, you just pop their neck. No, like people assume that maybe while he was doing an adjustment, he also had a knife, and then oh. put it through his back. Wow, that's really rude of people to just sort of assume yes, that and then you. ask you about it. I guess okay, just yes. and that's that must be really difficult to have to deal with people asking those kind of questions. It is really difficult, but that's why we're here. 
Yeah, to tell your truth. That's why we're here. We are telling everybody's story. We have to have the courage to tell our story. To tell our story. And my story is I never even wanted to have tunnel vision. Oh, you you, oh, you never wanted to think about... Uh, Though you never wanted to have a... You know, I want to keep it broad because I do get a lot of weird feedback on telling people that I do photograph colons um, and also livers. Right, yeah. And yeah, yeah, and I didn't mean to to, to go away from this earlier. um, You know, I... I... Right, right. Um, I did lose my husband eight years ago now. And I moved to New York last year, actually. So, so do we do we need to go back? I'm just, like, and I only ask. Oh, because- oh, you know, my brain is it's switching between two different subjects, and I just don't know where to go with it. Um, it's something I, I'm still processing the death. Uh, it's it's still very traumatic to think about, and so I think that's why I am so immersed. I am so injected in my work. I have a hypnotist. You could see. He could help you. I would love that. Is is this the same hypnotist that that performed a colonoscopy while you were, you know, dissociated? Or yes, but he's a great hypnotist. I, I, no, okay, I'm open to that. I would want to try that. Yeah, you should. You should. You know, it's always good to say how you feel and not hold it in, because Tell that's your what story. I did. Tell your story. Oh, remember that. That would yeah. be a good little tagline I could use maybe on my business card. Right. Tell your story. You can't hold it in. You right. put it in there for about three, three to four minutes, and then you take it out. That's what you do. You're just going to steal his thing and put it on your business card instantly. Oh, no, 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 no. I already have my mission statement on my website. You can go view. You can go view it. It just sounded very much like you were about, like you were just going to take it. Is yeah, when you said that, that's what you were gonna do. Well, it's just such a generic yeah, statement. I'm I'm instantly inspired right now. I think that would be a great, li- just a quick line to put on my business card. Nothing else to kind of direct where my work is even going at this point. Yeah, I mean the work you guys are doing is is pretty amazing. I mean, I mean you've got an artist and you've got sort of a tech innovator over here. Both of these things, yes, coming well, together. Well, it it takes a lot of practice to get to where I am, and yeah. well, me too, me too. I mean, do you do it, you guys think you- that maybe you could help each other out a little bit? It sounds like she could take pictures that could maybe help with your algorithms and your app. Wow, that's brilliant. That's a great idea. I mean, Thank you, Neopets. Yeah, we're making a connection here. Club this Penguin. is amazing. Yeah, it really is. I guess, I guess Neopets took us further than, than I ever thought. I know, Cameron, you said that whenever you were going to find guests and do our, you know, our media outreach, you said all of it yeah. would be done through a Neopets-based approach. Mm-hmm. I said, well, this is a medical education podcast. Maybe there's another way. And you you said no. You said this is the only the only method you know well i said well like i pulled up neopets.com and you were skeptical of it and i was like well check out this other site and i went to google.com typed in neopets and went to the website that way 
Yeah, yeah. So I mean, no, I I did appreciate that there were multiple ways to multiple avenues to get to the same destination. And I thought I didn't know if that was your problem that it wasn't on Google. Yeah. Well, once I found out, that's how that's all you do. You just Google how do I fix this person's disease and right. Yeah, and then and I just remember and it, there. what the B stands for. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Um. In any case, you know, and I, I I know we were kind of having a moment there and whatever, but um, you know, Miss Miles, Dude, I just there's. We're, we're standing in trash and would you mind picking up some, something next to you whatever's next to you there and um okay and i, I, I hate I to will. ask our you guests know. to it, it normally like most of the time it does not land on trash so i this is i'm sorry okay i just want to say i'm very confused right now um i don't know why we are having to go through your trash but i do appreciate you giving us the opportunity um so let, let me just see what's what's down here um Oh, all right. I I think I've got something here. It it seems to resemble maybe a slinky. Okay, yeah, and uh, barely even wet. This one, so that's um. Yeah, I mean, I would. That's one of the driest slinkies in this pile. I would say. Oh, I'm not. I'm not seeing any more. Okay, yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, no. The the right. I mean, it's like. I mean. I'd like to, to flatter you by saying you see it all, but I mean, there, that's a thick layer there. And so it's so, mostly slinky. It's mostly, and, but it's, it, there is a grime layer as well. So it can be, it can be difficult to discern uh, it from the tile pattern. So that's the best part. You exactly. You have to go beneath the surface. And you know, sometimes you have to fight. Yeah. And so um, anyway, so yes, this, this slinky, of course we, uh, uh, well, we we got the whole batch of sleekies there. I, I'm sorry, I should have explained because there is a bit of a story behind it. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's a pretty simple story. It's when we were starting the podcast. I mean, we were broke. Do you remember that, Doctor London? We were having to eat PB and J's. I don't. We were just yeah. two guys starting the show. Well, you, yeah, you kept making PB and J's. Oh, yeah. uh, should have done the carrot juice. And like the you know because I was back a doctor in those days, so I. I had like I was eating. Oh, we were just meals. you know just staying up late in the dorm and just eating those PB and J's, no money, and um, we couldn't afford like a phone. You know, we couldn't even afford a phone for the podcast. Not for and the so podcast. So we used the yeah. slinky. We put it up to our ears and we would talk through it, and that was most of the way we did our communication. Yeah, I'll admit that it wasn't. Um... Well, DJ Dylan actually told us that it it wasn't very good for communicating because uh, it like the metallic feel because these are all the metal slinkies. Most of them are yeah. rusted, uh, rusted by now. I'd like I'm I'm kind of concerned. Well, yeah, they're wet. They're, they're wet, soaking, rusted, and pointy. They're very. They, we sharpened them. I guess was the pro one of the problems um, because we were afraid. Well, because Cameron, you were afraid that it wouldn't the sound wouldn't travel fast enough unless we made it sharp because sound is supposed to be yeah. sharp. So sound is supposed to be like uh it it suddenly hits you. Yeah. So um nature teaches us these things. Cameron, do you want to pick up one piece of trash? Or, uh, or if there's some, yeah. or if there are a few attached to each other, I don't know what, you know, your preference really. Uh yeah, I mean, this is embarrassing like it's one of our failed endeavors before the podcast. But it's our jock doc suit of armor that we had built. Oh boy, man, that does take me back. Yeah, because we were so. I guess we don't really talk about this much. But this podcast really started as a medieval times sort of restaurant concept. Yeah, we were really into LARPing, but like just for meals. Yeah, 
And it, you know, it evolved over time and eventually became a podcast. But that, I mean, that took like seven or eight years of really trying to get this Medieval Times, yeah, Jock Doc themed Medieval Times. Yeah. The name stuck. Restaurant though. going. The name stuck, and that's. Oh yeah. Uh, we were like, look, we're just going to create this restaurant. It's going to be themed after medicine and health, Jock Doc, and they're going to be wearing a suit of armor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so anyway, so it's it is a bit clunky, that, but um, you know, you want to zip me up? I want to. I want to. Oh, you're. I want to see it. You want to try it on? I just want to see it still fits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Now it's really, it's really squishy in here. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's wet as well. Every all of it is wet. Yeah, and it's okay. Like, I, I can hear some sloshing sounds, and every time I turn and like lean a certain way, I I feel all the content shifting. Um, oh yeah, it'll so, do that. Uh, oh, and I, there's something. Uh, it's uh, what is here? Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay cr- cramp, crampisms. Could you unzip? Could you unzip me? Could you unzip, please? please? Cram- I, I don't want to. He's gonna get so mad. You, I, I'm not leaving. You are an adult. You can deal with it. He's gonna get pissed if I like get in there and try to yank him out of the suit. Okay. Well, you know, I guess I just need to kind of little wrap things up. I'm, I'm getting increasingly uncomfortable here. So, um, uh, th- thank you so much to, to everyone for being on, uh, Mr. Uh, so, so Colin O'Donnell. Um, is there any way for listeners to uh, to keep up with you after this? I know you're pretty excited about your new product. Yeah, so I'm so excited about my new product, but I do have to say I have a friend, and you can find him on Instagram at at Honor Connor. That's H O N N O R C O N N O R. And I just want to say one last thing. I do not like anal sex at all. I do not like fingers in my butt at all. I am a strictly. I am strictly a colonoscopy addict. There's a big difference. I just need that to be clear. Many people think that these two things are tied together. They are not. Okay? Just, is everyone clear on that? Yes. It's a, it's a shame that people throw this kind of stigma on mental health issues and, you know, addiction, that people try to assume, like, oh, if you're a... Uh, if you're depressed, you must, you know, just hang out in the corner all the time. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so many stereotypes. If you're addicted to colonoscopies, if you have to have something stuck up your butt all the time, then that means that you're somehow gay or something. And it's and which by the way is fine either way. It's just, you know, it one doesn't mean the other. Right. And that's important to bear in mind, I think. Thank you. I'm I I have to say I'm so thankful I came on here and I could really share my truth. I could share my story. And although I felt a little attacked at one point, I do want to say I am so thankful to be on this show and to reach out to other colonoscopy addicts out there. And I just apologize. No, it's okay. And I just want to say you are not alone. You're never alone. And now with the new product, you don't have to be alone because wherever, whenever you can take two fingers, I'm sorry, I mean sticks and put it right up there. And I guess, uh, Miss uh, Regina Miles, um, did you have, uh, you know, any way for listeners to keep up with you? You said tunnel vision. Yes, just tunnel vision on Instagram. That's where you can see some of my work, some of my personal life as well. If you're interested in that diet I mentioned earlier, 
Um, I did want to mention that is a great way to kind of connect with whatever your art is. And I should have clarified earlier, the reason I eat so much liver and onions is because it connects me with my character. It connects me with my subject, which usually is the liver, but most often... Um, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't make that connection, that you eat the the things that you're looking at. Now, not necessarily. And I should have clarified this. I, you know, I should have elaborated earlier. But by interjecting that liver and onions into my diet... Um, it's bringing me back to that place where I'm focused on what my subject is. And that's really my whole mission is to just focus on the subject and nothing else. And so if you want to follow me there at Tunnel Vision, um, I also have some meditation practices you can follow along with to kind of, you know, again, connect with your work, figure out what you even want to do with art in general um, you can also message me on there. Maybe, you know, if you have any connections in the doctor, medical world, whatever you would want to call that. Yeah. The healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Healthcare. Healthcare. Thank you. And then you can find me at reginamiles.com. And I did promise my friend I would plug her on here. Her handle on Instagram is, I believe you call it, um, Solskin. That is S-O-L-S-K-I-N-N. She is Norwegian, so that's why it's, you know, kind of a weird name there. But she does photography as well. And so um, I try to plug her whenever I can since I do, you know. Well, yeah, you didn't have you didn't have to make fun of your friend's name. I mean, that, that seems oh, I, I'm rude, so sorry. But... I did not mean to come off as if I was making fun of her. And I hope she doesn't take it that way. I just think it's good to be upfront whenever you're presenting yourself as an artist. You don't want to be ambiguous. And so I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 fine. It's fine. Like it's it's not me that's that you have to be worried about. I guess is what I'm getting at. But uh, um, I guess I guess I should plug real quick. Uh, Koala Cola is it's the best drink out there, really. Koala Cola, it's the best drink out there. It's the spiciest drink out there. And look, was that car found in the parking lot of Koala Cola? Yeah, it was. It was found there. No one is saying that the car was not found there. And it's there. not like, bad for it to be is, found no there. No one was saying that the car was not found there. Cars are found so many places. I, I guess I just don't understand why. Yeah, like, why does it matter? Like, oh, a car in a like a big case, like a police case, was found at the high school. So that's the high school's fault? That's the principal's fault? It's no. ridiculous. People can park in so many places. And maybe it's just like it was the only place that didn't charge for parking is what I'm guessing. You know, yeah. It, there could have been there could have been so many reasons. Yeah, and um, and it was okay that what they found in the car, like it, the amount of body. It doesn't matter how many severed limb. Oh, it, it's it's not for me to know what's in someone else's car. Yeah, that, that is their private. Yeah, privacy. Oh, private. Yeah, yeah. And you know, no matter how many, just how much fluid and how how many just furry little limbs were in there and. The obvious, the, even the facial expression showing the, the struggle and the, the excruciating pain at the end. That's not our business. That was just in the car. Yeah. And also, because this is Australia, which is very hot, mm-hmm. and you can have a mirage. So you can see a bunch of, you know, like bloody limbs, little furry limbs. And that's not even really there. It's not even there. And yeah. um, anyway, th- that's just a little statement that we had to read off. And it's like, and I love to read these off because it just clarifies how great the product of Koala Cola is. And plug the, we could, we could plug the Patreon as well. 
Yeah, you know, I'm excited about that too. Or yeah, do yeah. you think there's too many people already subscribed? I do. We, we are overwhelmed at the. No, no, no. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Um, I think we can do. It. I think we can squeeze in a few, like a couple. We are more. just under capacity. So yeah, yeah. It's the uh, the Jock Doc Podcast Patreon. If you go to Patreon.com/slash Jock Doc Podcast, uh, you'll find us there. There's a three dollar tier to um to get access to a backlog of episodes that we've got on there. Um, and these are for the these are better episodes than than what you're listening to. What you're listening yeah, to. Yeah, these are very special episodes for very special fans, not for commoners who are going to listen to the main feed. Yeah, and and you know if you listen to the main feed, uh, and you've listened to the Patreon, you know what we're talking about. You, yeah, you get exactly. It. Um, and don't talk about what don't happens talk about behind the paywall on the Patreon because right. it's yeah, it's, it's too I can't good. even yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, so thank you again to uh, Mr. Connell O'Donnell, Colin O'Donnell, um, for being on. Thank you to uh, uh, Regina Miles. Uh, you know, thank you Cameron for arranging through uh, through the Neopets for all that. Thank you Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. DJ Dylan voices most sexy. DJ Dylan has been true artist. DJ Dylan has been true artist. DJ DJ Dylan has been true artist. DJ Dr. Lennon Smith, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.